it's there on the map and they're looking up ahead and there's like this big gap in the freeway and they have to jump it well yeah. it's on an incline <laughs> that movie should have ended well it should have ended multiple different spots but it certainly should have ended right there yeah with the bus just going <laughs> <laughs> with the bus going over the edge and, and just, just like like a flaccid falling penis straight <laughs> just you know, going straight down and then it would explode before it hit the ground Naturally. sure because yeah. it would have stopped going fast enough <laughs> Well, I hate I was, it when that I was happens gonna, in the bedroom. I was going to say it had to explode before hitting the ground because it's at least in its 40s, but that's fine. <laughs> wah, wah. Welcome to Burger. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and in a pinhead. I have such sights to show you. <laughs> I didn't know he talked. Sure. Pinhead doesn't talk much. Funko Pop is really uh, dialing up the uh, feature set there. Yeah, they put uh, they put Doug Bradley's voice in him. So now he says things like Jesus wept. <laughs> Actually, that was uh, that's a character that says that. It's not Pinhead who says that. Well, he's Pinhead, and I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Craig, actually, and here we are. But well, I, I was d- talking about Pinhead. Oh, you. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Kirsty. <laughs> we have now entered the fondling and appreciating... The fondling of the Funko Pinhead. Pinhead portion of the <laughs> podcast. Uh, Can I say more things that start with P? Pickles! Um, Shout out to Kurt. <laughs> Um, I guess we can talk to our guest and see if he's seen any of the Hellraiser movies. Andy, welcome back. Good morning. Have you seen any of the Hellraiser movies? I have not. You're not really a horror movie person. I'm not really a horror movie person. Long time listeners will remember way back in the day where we got Andy to go out and watch the the new Evil Dead movie at the time. Yes. And that was the episode where we all tried something we had never done before. I watched no. food shows, and you read some of the Walking Dead comic. Oh yeah, and I watched a whole. And then we recorded an episode, and it didn't record properly. And then we recorded it again. That was that episode. That was that episode. Oh my god! And I just gave that book back to you. <laughs> it's been sitting in here for a long time. It's on the shelf. Yeah, the big omnibus edition, the big fat one from the beginning of the series. I've got all the comics since then too. All the trade paperback size one. That that's the one I bought when when I first started reading it. So I just like I'll just get this because it's like twenty five bucks. And it's, Sure. It's like a hundred issues or whatever it is. It's not a hundred, but it's a bunch. Um yeah, never watched any of the Hellraiser movies. No. They've been I mean, de- I'm I'm familiar with who Pinhead is yeah. I mean, as far as like that he's in those movies, but uh you know, you see from commercials they've, and then on memes and all that yeah, other stuff. Yeah, but I've I've never actually watched any of the movies. They've been wanting to. Horror fans have been wanting to see that get remade. That's actually you know, weirdly one of those movies that they'd love to see get remade because they could do um, the, the original movie is good and it's got some great practical effects in it. The handful of times where there's like in the first couple movies where there's special effects, like visual effects, not they're good. cheesy, not good. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, uh, you know, from quite a while ago and, uh, yeah, the budget was not there. Was that, but, was that the eighties? 
Uh, the, the first 70s. one, yeah, the first one was originally. Yeah, the, I, haven't the series, seen, I haven't seen the any series of them keeps, The series keeps going because they keep making a new one like every four or five years, and the, the company that owns the rights is able to keep the rights hmm. by making a crappy straight to you know streaming version of uh, you know. And half the time, it's one of those things where, like, they have somebody has a script that's like, well, this isn't this is a horror movie script. It's kind of it's kind of good, but we could make it better by jamming centibytes into it and making it a Hellraiser movie. They've literally done that, where they've taken like a script of a different horror movie, that's why and they were, twisted it into a, a Hellraiser movie. Isn't that why Sony was cranking out crummy Spider-Man movies to so that they could retain the? Might have been. That's something that gets attached. Why they constantly rebooting it with a new actor was because they were they had to keep they had to keep making them where they would lose their rights. Yep, I I love that you used the word crummy. (laughs) That's a great word. It is a good one. Used more. That's just crummy. That's a very. (laughs) That's a very like, kid character in a early Stephen King novel word. Sure. Like you know. From his rural rural ver- vernacular, right. where all <laughs> rural rural. Um, <laughs> that's a hard word to say. The double uh, the double R rural sound. rural. Um, yeah, I've been on um, not a Stephen King kick lately. I haven't been reading any stuff, but I've been listening to On Writing, mm-hmm. his his memoir about writing. Okay, does he um, have a master class as well? Jeez, I wish he did. That'd be great. I've, I have check considered, out the website. It's, I've considered doing like it's a hundred bucks for a lifetime it, membership. Or something uh, like that. You can do a single. You can do a single. Um, a single. Class you can do for, a single class for ninety dollars, or you can do an unlimited class for one hundred eighty dollars. That's what and, it is. and it lasts, I think, a year. No, there's a. Well, unless they changed it, there was like a I, lifetime thing at one point I'm, where you could I'm just. Pretty like, sure you it's, can I'm pretty sure it's get unlimited. This I'm pretty sure it's unlimited. For a yearly subscription of okay. one eighty, but you could just buy a single class for ninety. Well, I could, I could, you know, if I if I dedicated myself to that and said, okay, mm-hmm. for a year, I'm going to make sure that I watch like four or five of these things, sure. and it'd be like worth the money of a mm-hmm. like buying a TV series right. or something. But you could always just do the one time for ninety dollars and see if it's something that you think is worthwhile. Yeah, why wouldn't mm-hmm. I? Why wouldn't I just double that? I mean, I've got the means, well, but I mean, just double case... that and and watch because there's so many. There's 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 quite a few that I would find interesting <laughs> to watch. Sure, I think Ron Howard directing right would be a spectacular class to. But sometimes to watch. you sometimes you wonder, is it is it really a lot of good informative content or is it really kind of uh, so you try one out to see if it's really worth the investment and then if it yeah. is. I suppose they should do like I, one I, class things where you can just feel, watch a class for like I, ten bucks. Or I something. feel like you can one episode. You can do the ninety dollar, and if you liked it, I think you can then upgrade to the one eighty. I believe if you do it within the first year or so. I believe I, I didn't. I bought, you, are you familiar with as, these at all, Mike? No, I've I no bought idea one. It's an Christmas online. Present. It's an online <laughs> series called Masterclass. You can mm-hmm. go, and it's like they get people. Good. Real, okay, real I'm familiar with the 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 generic. Term masterclass, yeah, but not a, whatever it's a ser- this brand. It's going to be a is. series of videos from people of, from, of an expert in a field teaching. Uh, you know, and about we're not the talking thing. like Joe up the street expert. We're talking literally Ron like Howard teaching Ron directing. Howard, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and big you, can name 15, you can do fifteen. You can do fifteen a month. And Tom Hanks teaching how annually, to be Tom Hanks works, okay. anyway. in every role. Um, <laughs> so, but there's and they have a, they have a, a, a large number of of classes and they're always adding new classes. Well, but they get um, they huh. get actual famous people who are experts in things. Not. Would you like to look nobody's. at uh, film and TV, music and entertainment? Either one of those. 
They've got sports and games, science and technology, lifestyle, all sorts of them. Let's look at film and TV. $15 a month. Yeah, and it'll be a series of videos that cover various topics. Oh, my God. You know, oh, oh like the first three are worth the price of admission right there. David Lynch teaching creativity in film. David Lynch teaching you about mo- making movies. <laughs> and then Jodie Foster, who's an accomplished filmmaker. And then Werner Herzog, just to listen to that <laughs> voice for you know six episodes or whatever it is. Um, they just showed the, like the the Spike Lee video Judd that Apatow. auto plays that uh, when you go to the website, and the first thing that I saw was um, Anna Wintour and Diane von Furstenberg like sitting at a counter talking to each other about fashion. I assume, and I'm like, oh no, Allison's gonna have to buy this, and I'm gonna have to watch it. <laughs> Hey, I, I feel like Stephen King is one of the writers that they have. He might be. I, Sam Jackson's you know, in I here. I hate for, that I know who Anna Wintour is. Sam Jackson's in name. here for teaching athletes. <laughs> yeah, well, me. she's the person who the Meryl Streep character in Devil Wars Prado is based on. Uh, understood. In real life, she has a very bad haircut. I see. You want to watch Sam Sam Jackson teach acting after I complained <laughs> that he's in too many movies last last week? One of my coworkers who who worked with James Natalie Portman James in the past acting. predicted that James would say Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> nice. Um, Spike Lee, that'd be a good one. Scorsese. Here, Aaron Sorkin teaching screenwriting. It's like, okay, here's all the technicalities of screenwriting from Aaron Sorkin, but none of like the Sorkinness. Like that, I don't know that you can teach that. Like that's just like right. how he writes his like that super snappy dialogue mm-hmm. that everybody loves from him so much. Uh, music and entertainment. What else do they got here? Christina Aguilera will teach you to sing. Herbie Hancock with jazz. Danny Elfman teaching music for film. That I'm not interested in composing music for film in any way, that's but I think that would be interesting. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like how they they pair up like. Like this is the kind of music we use here, and there's a very specific choice for like we're going to have the, the rise in action has then the rise in the music, and yeah, I think you could probably cover Steve Martin almost, teaching comedy. I'm like, you there could, you go, you could 90 probably bucks cover worth, 90 almost bucks right there every movie out there musically if you just had say John Williams and Danny Elfman in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> what does the ninety bucks get you? Gets you a class. A single class. Okay. Because this thing is advertising $15 a month. Yeah, but there... Does that give you everything? Well, annually. a month? Right. $15 a month, and you can watch as many as you want. So that's also... That's going to be... That's your 180. The the drop-down was covering up the build annually. Uh, I I had... Sneaky web layout. I had purchased a single... No, it was (laughs) perfectly clear on the opening page. I had purchased a single class as a Christmas present. So okay. that's what, and it was ninety dollars, and it was also an indication. Fifteen dollars a month. Oh, look, it's covered up by the drop down. Mm. Well, you didn't. You won't topics. have the drop down unless you ask for the drop down. Well, but, but, yeah, but I went straight for the drop down because I want to see what the options were. I saw. And it, cover, I saw it completely covers up the build annually. I saw the build annually Sneaky. because I read the the homepage before I went to the drop down. <laughs> I was anyway. distracted by the video. Penn and Teller teach magic. <laughs> That'd just be entertaining. Mm-hmm. They know a little well, bit about how it. How can they can they teach magic without giving away oh, they how are, you do sure. it? They are huge proponents of giving away all the basics. Mm-hmm. Basics. They, okay. Right, because they want people to innovate new stuff. They don't want you doing the same old, same old, old yeah. over and over. At one point, I mean, Teller was even they do, sort they of do, talking about just they how, do he, tricks how he that, just in spent Vegas his entire they, childhood learning to hold his hand. He would always just hold his hand like this all the time mm-hmm. as a way to train himself so that the palming 
things. It, it felt natural. Hold, holding the hand out in front of you with your palm and, facing yeah. back toward you. Yeah, so it was just on the audio always, podcast. His hand was always like this. So you, you <laughs> sometimes I'd palm something, sometimes I wouldn't, but I would always sort of try and make sure. I mean, he mentioned that. Um, this is just a little aside on some, I think on their, one of the shows some that they were on. That, I mean, they've the, done they've done mm-hmm. tricks in their Vegas show where it's like they literally, they like they tell you how the trick is done mm-hmm. and then they do the trick. They explain, they take you through it step by step. This is how this trick works. Have you watched and then they the, do it, and that peaks, makes people go, "Holy crap!" That have you is watched like the fool amazing. Me, their fool me show. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, but sometimes they do. I have. It's seen always them. fun. That show is is like uh, until they fool them. Until right. somebody comes on there that actually fools them, and they and the, and Penn and Teller say, "Well, I think it's this," and they never say it out loud because they're right. not tr- exchanging secrets of the trade, but they'll write something down or right. or Teller will sketch something because t- Teller's the technician. Mm-hmm. He's the one who figures out all, like really technical stuff, and he'll sketch something or they'll write down like you know right. some um because there's like a phrase or a term that right. magicians use for certain types yeah. of things and they'll write that down and they'll say was it this was it this was it this and the person will be like nope 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 yeah. and they'll finally be like all right yeah there's a guy in the us. i don't know the, how you did that there's the producer in the, that's got to be a feather booth. in the hat right there's the producer in the booth <laughs> that the that knows the trick right and as the two of them are talking back as penn and teller are talking with the with the artist the person in the booth will be able to determine you know, do Penn and Teller actually have they figured this out or have they not or are they close or are they are they on so that you have a you have a moderator who knows in a sense you know did they actually because the, the artist could always say nope no that wasn't that even though it really was right yeah. so there's they have to have a, well they have to have proof right because right. it's because if you fool them it's a like right there's a prize for that so like right. they're they need yeah. but they'll do they'll they, sometimes they need to be able to prove right and they'll Penn often and do a get it they'll often do when you talk about them sort of giving a trick away they'll often do a their own performance at the end of mm-hmm. of a show and they'll talk as if they're showing you the trick you know here's how it's done and blah 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 and then in the midst of all of that they're doing a whole other, other trick, trick yep. underneath it that just all of a sudden it's like they were showing me all this stuff and then boom something completely different just that's, happened and it was like that's brilliant gee, oh right? absolutely that's that's absolutely. classic magic that's misdirection yeah. i'm gonna teach you how this trick works pay attention mm-hmm. to this thing over here right and then i'm gonna do something else over here yeah. so you're gonna enjoy you're gonna have the enjoyment of understanding how this trick happens um but then i'm also gonna wow you yeah. with this thing you weren't expecting yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's there's some there's they some impressive stuff on there. Those stuff two, on there. they they kind of have it figured out. They know what they're doing. What's he writing? Do we have uh, Neil Gaiman, Judy Bloom, Gordon Ramsay teaches? I don't see Stephen King. Restaurant recipes at home, but does he yell at me? And if not, <laughs> can I pay extra for that? Can you just can I? There's nothing stopping you from turning up the volume really high. That's <laughs> <laughs> not the same. <laughs> You got to get that intensity. You got to get the the spittle flying toward the camera lens. You know, <laughs> the red face. No, oh, there you go. I like think hear the man, anger in the voice. I think honestly, that would there's a number of them that would be really interesting, and I just haven't gotten around to taking the plunge. Sure, you know, spending the money. Be like, all right, here we go. <clears throat> um, are you familiar? I've been sitting around on this for a while. I just never bring it up. Um, are you familiar with? Um, cameo. Speaking, I, of, I I've I know the like what the generic word cameo yeah, means, cameo, but I don't I know. know what you're talking. Cameo.com. Speaking of um, 
famous people doing things that you can watch and and pay for. Mm-hmm. Let me get. My but can you there. pay extra for them to yell those things at you? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Let's see who's all on the list nowadays. Good lord, featured, new and noteworthy. All right, Cameo is a service. Cameo.com. You can go and you can get. A famous person, not any famous person, but a famous person who's on this service. Sure. And they will record a video for you to do for something. Like, you know, you want to wish somebody a happy birthday? You can get somebody to wish a happy birthday. You want to, you know, congratulate your friend on the opening of their new restaurant? You can get, you know, Colin Mockery. (laughs) If you're a, whose line is it anyway? Okay. Oh, that guy. Okay. Um, Jim O'Hare from Parks and Rec. <laughs> um, do you know who Larry Thomas is? <laughs> Soup Nazis, yeah. right there. <laughs> and you can and and like each of them, each of them has like an introductory video where they tell you like, "Hey, I'm you know, you know, like they're being friendly and like, sure, I want to, yeah, I'll, I'll do this for you." And there's like usually there's a there's a discussion of like there's a like on their page they'll have like a little comment like they won't do promotional stuff or they will do you know they're willing to do character voices or sure. impersonate you know from movies or tv or whatever that they're in there whether or not they'll do that whether or not they'll promote something um you know different things so you have to kind of pick and choose what you want to go with but um yeah there's a lot yeah. of gilbert gottfried will cost you 150 dollars whereas gilbert... evan breen instagram comedian 25 dollars <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's here's a great these one. Are, these are these social media celebrities that are have completely ruined famousbirthdays.com. Now, what, you, what you just did, and when you mentioned Ethan Breen, Breen from whatever, <laughs> um, reminded me that the, Evan Breen, <laughs> Ethan from whatever Got it. doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Um, but when you did the celebrities, dick the dick fingers yeah. on the celebrities, uh-huh. uh, I it was. It was on Reddit a couple of weeks ago, and it just made me laugh. One of their the toilet I think, of I think the it internet. Was a, I think it was a <laughs> life pro tip, and it was <laughs> a uh, if you really want to aggravate somebody when you introduce them to another person, uh, do dick fingers around their job title. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like this is Dave, our CEO, <laughs> <laughs> and do that in front of them, and that will. Well, dick fingers <laughs> can be a great passive aggressive for like kind of anything. It's like, uh, what was I thinking of? Like, uh, like, hey, Mike, this is Andy. He tells great dick fingers stories. <laughs> like, exactly. what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's got some good stories. Right. Mike, um, here... Mike is an architect. <laughs> well, well, that's true because I'm technically not. Here's, I mean, but <laughs> you know, one of the people that that's on here is like nice Kev- sort by. Price, yes, high Ke- low. Kevin po- Kevin Pollock, <laughs> yeah, who does a you know a, a hundred impressions, including a Christopher Walken that he's known so well for. Yeah, do you think he would do Christopher Walken? Like, I can't afford Christopher Walken; he's not on the list. But I can get somebody who can do an impression of Christopher. I wonder Walken. if he if he'll reprise your "Give me your wallet, motherfucker." <laughs> if you if you paid him for it. Okay, in first of all, in the search bar. It, it it gives you um, suggestions. It says, try Brett Favre or Real Housewives. <laughs> like, what, where did those two come from? And does yours say something different than mine? Uh, where's try? <clears throat> it's in the search bar at the Based top. Based on your search history. Uh, on the main page? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. on the... I'm on the... 
Well, anyway. Um, so like who's I the cheapest and who's the most expensive? Okay, do you want to guess who the most expensive is? The cheapest is going to be someone you've never heard of. Yeah. It's going to be some, well, most expensive. some YouTuber I mean, I, if, or Instagram If I knew, stuff. if you said, like, here's the 10 most expensive ones, then Can maybe I guess? I, Can I guess? I, is I it... mean, I could say, like, well, if Steven Spielberg was on there, it'd be expensive, but if he's no, not... No, I can, I can tell you where the... Where Troy the ex- Aikman. Where the expensive te- tends to go. It tends to go... With, Marlon right. Wayans and Dick Van Dyke are in the top 10. It go, Dick Van Dyke, really? I was... Because there's, like, a few of them are going to be, um, like, hip-hop and rappers. DC like, Young Fly. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, that are incredibly popular or, or who have their uh, yeah that's that's an overinflated sense that, of that's it for uh, popular oh no he's a comedian i'm sorry want to have uh the name dc young fly to me indicated he might have been a rapper that would seem do you want to have carl carl <laughs> um i don't remember the actor's name chandler riggs for yeah, 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 we'll, yeah we'll record how, a video how much for is you carl? for 75 dollars well anyway the most expensive is caitlin jenner at twenty five hundred dollars, of course it is, and that is more because than is twice a... the next highest. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised. Twelve hundred dollars, Kevin O'Leary, who is some guy from Shark Tank, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how they make their money. Then Sean Wayans, Marlon Wayans, uh, and There's people I don't know. Five businessmen who know how to run a scam. Brian Urlacher rounds out the top ten at five hundred and forty dollars, <laughs> sixty dollars cheaper than Troy Aikman, because um, Brian Urlacher. Maybe he should charge more because he possibly has less brain damage. I uh, I was very close a year or so ago to um, getting somebody in like hundred to hundred fifty dollar range. Like I was going to pick somebody that both you and I would appreciate, mm-hmm. Mike, and have them do like a Nerdbricker promo. <laughs> but then the Simpsons <laughs> went and did it for free. No, that was twice. That was four years ago, or whatever <laughs> it was. But I, I considered it for a while there. I was like, I can, I guess should, I, could, I could swing that. Did you ever? We're going to use it over and over on the podcast. I could did, blow a hundred bucks on. Did you ever consider we sending a note years? about that to the? I mean, there's obviously got to be a main Simpsons website for fan responses to put in there. Like, hey, we've been running a a podcast for years. Um, we tweeted so, at them. I did think. you? Okay. Yeah, but nope, nobody pays attention. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes Ooh, things Lord. catch people's eye and they jump on it. Sometimes they don't. There's Shelly Mazzanobile. Mazanoble or Mazanoble, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but Shelly, um, who works at Wizards, Wizards of the Coast, uh, she tweeted back at me about something, and I was like, that's my most famous. <laughs> that's not entirely true. I've been in contact with like um, Joe Bob Briggs' assistant, and I've talked to um, Lloyd Kaufman in Twitter, the 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 you know producer, director, owner guy at uh, Troma Studios, does all the really gory, hmm, you know, okay. uh, 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 um Trying to think, I can name so many of their movies, but I'm like, I got to name one that that Andy would know because he's not a horror movie guy. Um, Even though I'm not a toxic horror... Toxic Avenger. Okay, that, I'm, I'm that familiar stuff. with a lot of titles. I just don't yeah. necessarily know anything about the movies themselves. The Toxic or... Avenger <clears throat> studio that does that, you know, really kind of wild, over the top, schlocky, okay, fun kind of horror oh my movies. God, five hundred bucks gets you either Ric Flair, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or Jay Wow. Four hundred dollars for. Brett Favre, Favre. F- you. Yeah, but then, you, you know, scroll scroll, scroll down, bag. scroll down two rows, 350 gets you Gary freaking Busey. <laughs> That's actually worth it. it. That would be a gamble. <laughs> Asking him to mention the word nerd burger in, because I've, I've listened to Gary Busey's. It would um, be more, the more they f*** it up, the better. Oh, yeah. Unless, agreed. Yes. Unless, and unless they change, unless he changed it, 
I listened to because Gary Busey was one of the ones. I don't think he was quite that high. But anyway, I watched his video and he said that like in his video, he said there was something along the lines of like, like he's just going to like you give me a couple of ideas and I'm just going to riff on it. And I'm like, yeah, that's because <laughs> you have to, Gary, because yeah. you hurt yourself very badly. Um, and I was like, man, that'd be a gamble. Like if I could, if he says Nerdburger in there somewhere, it's so <laughs> worth it. But he might not. <laughs> Holly Shore, $250. Also, Isn't he Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, $250. I had, a friend, I had a roommate one year in college who, remember when Polly Shore was doing all of his uh, afternoon MTV, like hour and a half or two hour long Polly Shore when he was the VJ on, uh, for MTV? Vaguely. Right at the right at the when downswing was, of his popularity. Yeah. So he, he well, no, this was kind of an upswing because he was. That's where he he largely started was on MTV. Oh, he's still, okay, was he so still the weasel? He, the weasel. Right. Before he did the movies, yet he right. hadn't done Encino and Man. And... So he recorded. He said it, he was back in the days of you know buying VCRs and whatnot. So he set up a VCR, programmed it to record all of Polly Shore's MTV shows, and then got his second VCR, hooked it up, and edited out all of the, well, essentially edited together just all of the Polly Shore parts. So just when Polly Shore was on screen and talking. So it's just jump so cut from Polly Shore to so Polly Shore. So it's a, you know, hours long, you know, VHS recordings so, of just hey, Polly Shore. From... If you ever watched a Polly Shore movie and when he was doing stuff like, you know, I'm the we saw you get that buddy. the Gindage, buddy. Yeah. Now do that for an hour. <laughs> Just the catchphrase. Exactly. <laughs> for $220, you can have Shooter McGavin. Not Christopher McDonald. Shooter McGavin. But it's him, the actor. But it, it doesn't As even Shooter have McGavin. his real name anywhere on the page. He will do Shooter McGavin. He will do Shooter McGavin for you. That's fun. Elders. <laughs> In Elder Scrolls, I actually have one of my tunes is named Shooter McGavin. He's a <laughs> archer. I had I picked. I was like, I'm going to name this. This guy's going to do an archer build, and I'm going to name him Shooter McGavin. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> who? Would, who? What other movie douchebag would be great if they would just do the thing as their character? Oh, the uh, the blonde kid from Back to School, the diver. Because he also oh, was, he yeah. was also the wasn't he also one of the uh, prick karate people in one of the Karate Kid movies? Was the diver? Was he? Was that the wait? I think he was, was the same was one. He the Johnny? Same, I think he was the same. Yeah, wasn't the main, it? he's the main prick and right and in, in well the, he's no he, look, sorry I take that back he's he's the protagonist he's the guy that that Danny Larusso comes up and fucks up his life right. When he's just hanging out with his yeah. friends doing karate on the beach, and Danny right. Larusso has to get it, get all up right. in his grill and cause problems and pour water on him at the dance. That's right. Get his old man to come and yeah, whoop his ass. Kids, a couple of kids smoking a joint in a bathroom is perfectly fine. Yeah, he's got to yeah, go that's... And <laughs> shoot who's, them all. Who's Daniel Larusso? The the just say no police. Johnny was, but I think just it's, trying I, to get he's back the, together. He's with, the real hero of just Karate trying Kid. To get back together with his girlfriend. <laughs> I think it, I think it was the same actor. Danny from, Larusso from comes in there and messes it all up. <laughs> you looking it up kevin pollock is 125 dollars. that would be so worth it if you do it especially if you do or what if you could get what if you could get benicio del toro yeah. to do it chaz as... is that the diver chaz Will, yes. yeah william yeah. zabka plays get chaz benicio del toro like, to do it as the his character in usual suspects where the <laughs> voice is just all <laughs> up get him to do that 
Yeah, the one you're talks like that. Exactly. That would be awesome. <laughs> have, you, have you not seen Usual Suspects? Hey, yeah, uh, okay. just uh, that nerd burger thing. You'd, he's the first uh, one. To, he's the first. Spoiler alert. He's the first one to die. So he doesn't have as much screen time as Maybe the others. Maybe that's why I don't remember him. But he's got this really, really bizarre way of speaking that's like really, really mushy. Huh. And you have to really pay attention to understand what it is he's talking about half the time. I only, I only ever watched that movie once. The first, you know, and I didn't know what the ending was, so it was a surprise, and I loved it. And then I watched it again like two years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, this really doesn't hold up knowing what's coming. I think it does. I did. I didn't. I was like, I think it's I'm bored a, by this movie. I still think well, it's a really, really it did make me fall asleep like Jackie Brown did. I think it's still a very entertaining movie to watch, even when you know. <laughs> oh, no, it's the, okay. The when, hook. But it's not. It's not as great as I had it in my mind well, from 25, 30 years ago. Whenever. Well, you know, once it, it it's 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 percolated. Like if you watched it, and then there's like, oh, the twist, and then you watched it again, like you know, a few months later, because then you've got the that's the beauty of like, well, now I can just watch and see where the clues are, right? right? Um, and see, like, you know, how uh, the twist gets set up without you knowing it, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, yeah, like, once you're 20 years removed from it, I don't know, it watching, might be like, okay, yeah. Watching it watching it again, <laughs> though, when you, when you watch it the second time, though, or subsequent times, as you said, oh, there's the twist at the end, blah, 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 you start to look at the entire rest of the movie differently because everything that now occurs in that movie is a fabricated story. It's an unreliable narrator. Yeah, the entire, so mm-hmm. the, all of the things that you saw them do together and whatnot, none of that can be trusted because it all came from, from Kevin Spacey. Yeah. So the whole story about, you know, even killing the guy and burying him on the beach or, you know, the, how the assault went down at the boat, uh, you know, or the, I mean, hell, even the, 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 lawyer, the lawyer friend getting lawyer in her friend, case yeah. and everything. I mean, that's all going of that on. is the entire movie is now suspect because of the twist. And you sort of think, oh, he was just faking all along. It's like, no, now you got to realize that the entire thing is quite possibly either completely fabricated or yeah. very distorted. The entire story of the usual suspects is itself suspect. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yes. that's what you run into with unreliable narrator. Right. Um, you know, that's, uh, they 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 used it as a as a get out of jail free card a number of times on um uh they did a fairly good job but occasionally people you know the the fans caught him on how i met your mother cuz mm. that whole story everything you see in how i met your mother is, is all ted telling his kids a story and they hang a lampshade on it a few times when they have ted like and then we went outside for a smoke and all the characters go up on the roof and smoke. And the kids are like, what? Because Ted left out the part about how him and his friends smoked when they were younger, when he was talking. And that was a concoction for storytelling mm-hmm. to have them quitting smoking. They had a whole story about how, you know, like when each of them quit smoking. Okay. Um, but like, you got to think about like, that's, that's the case across the board. There's stuff that when Ted is telling the story of, uh, you know, like the really bad girlfriends, like the like the crazy, the one that goes crazy on him. Mm-hmm. Kind of later seasons, it's like you know how well how crazy was she really? Mm-hmm. Was or was Ted just like right embellishing? Just, and... Was he embellishing? And was he just like not invested in the, in the relationship? And, right. You know, yeah. Done done properly. Twist, twist movies and TV shows like that, that kind of stuff. You, it depends on how the twist, what the twist is. If right. it's if it becomes an unreliable narrator, that's a rough spot. But like Sixth Sense is not unreliable. It's no. just. 
It's just such, right. You, you learn something at the end, and it makes you look at things earlier. D- depending on how it's done, and depending on on sort of how often it's done, it, it makes a difference. But it's it's not too much off from like dream sequences where you see a show or a movie starts with some incredible thing. You're like, oh my god, oh it's just a dream. Like, oh mother. But, some, yeah. Mike's, but sometimes Mike's, that can, Mike's one attempt to watch Mad Men. Right. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> that can be he watched, done well. But Don Draper's Fever Dream, and he murdered a woman. And Mike was like, "Well, this show's really good." Yeah. And, and, and then it was extremely boring after that. And, <laughs> and I gave up after two or three episodes. I don't even remember how many I watched. Uh, so if it's done well, it can be it can be useful. But then, it, but if it's a cop out or just sort of done heavy handedly, then it's not. Yeah. Some cases where it's the more unbelievable the dream is in a sense the better off it it plays because you're not you're looking at it suspiciously the whole time yeah and then it then the Mm. reveal doesn't feel like such a rug being pulled out from under you yeah whereas if it's extremely like all of this could very much have actually happened it's like well it's a lot of characters so it kind of made sense but well one of mike's favorite movies from recent years arrival right twist reveal yeah. maybe not a eh, twist i don't know if twist is the right word for it but you know reveal of something that makes you look at the movie in a completely different light yeah there's many there's many, definite, many many scenes take on a completely different meaning there there's after uh, you learn what's going on yeah there's definite misdirection in the flashback which movie scenes. was arrival i don't remember I saw the, it, the I big saw it, but... spaceships shaped like this that Land the heptapods that show Amy, up the two like the two Amy big Adams and the two uh, big aliens with the long tentacles and they communicate in a written like a it's like a big spit, circular they written, spit written, like squid started? ink and it makes a circle who's Amy Adams, Amy Adams and... Jeremy Renner uh oh, Forrest Whitaker that's probably why I skipped it okay no I know oh you missed Whoa, it, man. that's a movie to which watch. one of those don't you like watch it I don't care for Amy Adams and I don't wow. really care for Jen- Jeremy Renner Oh well, you, it is worth it. It is worth okay. it for this movie. Okay. It is. It is. Uh, it's really good. My favorite movie of the last twenty years. Interesting. Okay. American. Uh, my favorite movie of the last nineteen years. Okay. Amer- American Psycho. I'll stick it on my. My favorite movie for... since Donnie. I'll Darko. stick it on my. Whether it's the with the with, which um, also it is a on Amazon or Netflix. Yep, and oh. a time travel movie. <laughs> well, it's a twist movie. I have a yeah. thing for the time travel movies. You Donnie do. Darko, my favorite movie since Back to the Future, probably. Look at that, three time travel <laughs> movies. Um. There's a lot of I okay, want to talk so, about twist movies now. <laughs> oh, before we finish with cameo, for for three hundred fifty dollars, you can get iced tea to record I could go your for message. Some iced tea. Are you for, sure it's not three dollars and fifty cents? No, for, it's three hundred and fifty dollars for for rapper and actor iced tea oh. to record your message. For one hundred ninety nine dollars, you can get iced tea and his wife Coco. What if Whoa. you could get Ice T to do his whole dude, his harsh. whole John Mulaney bit you want, where he can talk about. <laughs> people's addictions what? get iced tea to do a or like when somebody <laughs> plays too many scratchy lottery tickets yeah, or bet, when somebody bet. bets too much on the we just on the, watched on the horses or no did we did we know it was me and kurt i made kurt watch it did it um, okay yeah when it's john mulaney's bit talking about yeah. Ice T's character on law and order svu oh yeah where yeah, his yeah, yeah, character yeah. is for many years the character that doesn't understand sex crimes and <laughs> wait people a always have you to mean ex- <laughs> exactly. you mean it's like when somebody bets too much money on the ponies or when they get too many scratch off lottery tickets That's or right. see, if you, see if you could send ice tea to get him, get him to record that about your show <laughs> or like when somebody listens to too many podcasts and somebody eats too much chocolate and somebody eats too much chocolate 
<laughs> yeah, Ice, you work for the sex crimes division. You're going to have to get used to it. Because <laughs> there's apparently yeah. many scenes where he's incredulous about, like, you mean, like, you he, like he, he gets off by, he gets, he gets off on little girls? Like, yeah, he's dude! A, he's a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the like, yeah, every, he's, every yeah, other he's, criminal you arrest to deal with. <laughs> every single episode. Yeah. And you're, you're, dude, you're, this happens every week. That's, you've been on this show. It's, it's not Ice T's problem. It's not Ice T's problem. It's the writers. It's the writers, always. right. Yeah, well, what is, <laughs> that happens all the time on those on procedurals like that. You got to have like there has to be the exposition character yeah. that's yeah. going to explain things to the audience, even though sure. they should know everything. That's like, um, um, what's the show? Um, Criminal Minds. Oh Jesus! Criminal Minds, great example of. Yeah, I watch that. Okay, Criminal Minds is all about. It's a behavioral, um, it's a team, behavioral unit. Behavioral, behavioral uh-huh. FBI unit. It's a team of people who basically hunt down. Um, mass murderers and and, and uh, is that the one that started out with Mandy Patinkin, so but then yes. he left and, and now it's Joe Montana. Montana. Yeah, Montana. Mandy Montana. Patinkin got he got not Joe Montana. Really, he got Joe really, Montana. He got really bothered by the topics on the show. Oh. Well, he got he got he, tired he got, of he got really eighty percent like, of the episodes being about women being brutalized. Hmm. Because murders yeah, are he, committed by men most of the time. Yeah. Craig, is that the is that the show with the actress with the perfectly triangular nose? Uh, yeah. What's her name? Um, not that, I'm just gonna roll. I don't know. That was one. your thing about yeah, her perfectly triangular she's got nose. A really but I looked that up afterwards, nose. and I was like, "Holy crap, he's right." Like, <laughs> Poppy, like, Mon- Poppy Montgomery or something like that. Or no, no. damn it! I'm gonna There's a person up. named Poppy Montgomery. Yes, an actress. I can't remember. There's a woman name named now. Poppy Montgomery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was Criminal Minds that she was on. But the show, the the thing that killed me on the show was like, they're they're behavioral profilers. They deal with horrendous crimes all the time this team has been together and at the point where i was watching the show we were like four or five seasons right. in. the team had been together for a long time and they had to be they they brought up rohypno they called it rohypno not roofie and then they had to explain they that... had they had somebody tell another per- one of the people on the team one of these profilers told another person on the team that they were talking about Rohypno, you know, roofies commonly referred to. And they actually said the words just about like this, commonly referred to as the date rape drug. <laughs> and I'm like, you the, would never have that conversation. No. That conversation was for me. Uh-huh. Right. For or, the or, or it wasn't even for you because you knew that. Yeah. It was, it was for the, the you would, these two people would the people never the audience have would... that discussion. They would say Ooh, Rohypnol yeah. and everybody would be immediately on board with yeah. what they were talking about. Uh-huh. I always, when I, they did it on ER too. Yeah. yeah. When, when I watched that show, the one thing that was similar, not the, the quite a lot of people, lines, I'm sure they've seen Rohypnol before. Whenever <laughs> nobody, oh, they did it expl- specifically with Rohypnol. Yeah, they. I thought you nobody were, needed to explain. They were explaining what a Chem Seven was for you. Or no, something. no, they were explaining what roofies <laughs> were, and I was like, these people would never have this. Well, discussion. that's where we <laughs> test for the seven most uh, common pro- things that could be wrong with your blood, which I'm assuming is what that is. Basically, yes. Or it's it's, it's seven specific things that are geared okay. toward. I said that like I knew it, diagnosing but problems. I really didn't. I just guessed. No, it's it's not necessarily the most common things that could be wrong, but it's the things that will be most useful in diagnosing. Triangular nose lady is Paget Brewster. So yes, yeah, it's, oh. a, it's another weird. She has a very she's the one. Fr- she was on Friends for Poppy Paget. She dated Joey she was then Joey's, Chandler for a while. She was Joey's, yes, no. she was Joey then Chandler. No she's there. the girlfriend. She's the Joey girlfriend. <laughs> who then Chandler? She broke off with things with 
Joey, she and Chandler had a connection. They mm -hmm. started dating, and that's the episode, the Thanksgiving episode, where um, Chandler where is in the crate. Chandler ended up in the box. Yes. He had to spend Thanksgiving in the crate. That's right. That was his punishment for dating Joey's girlfriend. <laughs> and there was a knot hole in the top, and so he was able to put put his finger up there and wave at people. Where's Chandler? Hello. <laughs> Doing his best Danny in impression. In a crate? This he was is in a crate. This there, is different from getting delivered. locked in the in the giant be, be, TV cabinet. That's why he was, in the, why he was in the crate. Because when Joey <laughs> said that when I got locked inside the giant TV cabinet by the by the criminals, all he could do was sit in there that whole time thinking about how he had let you down, how he had let Chandler down. Uh -huh. And so, and Chandler was like, "Well, fine. Then if you want me to just like you know lock me inside the thing, and I'll think about how I let you down." And and Joey's like. <laughs> that's a great we idea got, we got a crate <laughs> and he had to spend thanksgiving was, day in the crate anyway it the, where did the, i'm trying to remember where the crate came from was it the they delivered something to the was it the apartment okay i thought it was the the crate that the big stone dog came in was it that one no? i don't okay. remember if that was even right. at that point in the series the show i don't know the show but on criminal minds one of the other things <laughs> when they did the their presentations remember when they do their presentation to the local police department yeah. to talk about the person that they're that they're that going was always after. a great scene too it was always the same it would the, 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 it was each, always like the, each one of them would round robin a a, a uh, a presentation sentence by sentence it would go from one character to another character because yeah, everybody another had character. to have screen time everybody even though to, but even it was though a ridiculous type in, of... in for real it would be one maybe two people that would be right. the point person and would explain all of that because that is the person who has been trained specifically to explain right. this to people who don't uh -huh. understand it so imagine but they imagine would have five six people <laughs> just imagine your, jump imagine dialogue your college, it would be a complete yeah. cohesive story about who this of the profile yeah. of who this is all the information presented in the right order yeah. but it would jump two lines from that person three lines from that person two yeah. lines from that it person. was over imagine going to to a a you know a college class or something your professor there's not one professor there's, there's seven, seven. <laughs> and, they, and, 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 and they, the whole they, lesson plan they is they coordinated teach, they teach a lesson yeah. sentence by sentence from person to person yeah. to person as they go across one person writes a a word on the chalkboard and then another one goes up and, <laughs> oh, and it's a word. Perfect. And then it would be perfectly, you know, and because it's TV, it would be perfectly blocked too right. with the camera and where the, where the people moved and uh -huh, where the cameras yeah. go. So you'd, you'd have like a continuous shot sometimes, which would be like following one person talking who would walk in front of another person. Just as, as they just as they traded walked by, off. They would stop talking and the camera would sit on that right. second person uh -huh. and that person would start talking and it was this yeah. wonderfully fluid thing. And then they would walk over and sit down next to the third person who right. would then start talking. Right. But yeah. the whole concept of it was ridiculous because... <laughs> Again, there's but the show no, ran for yeah. like 15 years or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because still there's going. no way that you would ever give a presentation to a group of people like that because no. the fact that everybody's talking would be too distracting. <laughs> no, you'd have one person that like, that's right. their thing. Right. The one guy who's the good one at, person, the one who, the one person who's the good one who, at person who is really really well prepared at like because you're going to get pushback. There's going to be people who are going to ask questions. There's going to be people who think you're full of mm -hmm. crap. There are people, you know, because they run into that all the time. Or like yeah. you explain to the local law enforcement that why the person does what they do, and the person says, "Well, but aren't they just crazy?" Or you know, like has it stuck in their head that like, well, like no, and it was they robbed. They tried to rob the place, and the person interrupted. Is like, no, this isn't about the robbery. The robbery was incidental. They tried to cover up their crime by making it into a robbery. Blah blah blah. You know, there'd be some big explanation, and the people like the Joe Schmo, small town rube <laughs> sheriff <laughs> would uh, would have to be educated. Well, and that's again for the, one for the watcher. That. That's yeah, that's for the TV yeah, audience to to have the TV Keep audience say, "Aren't these people just in the head?" Like, no, of course they're not. <laughs> they've got this blah 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 issue or that blah 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 issue. <laughs> it's it's a power issue stemming from when they were a child and blah blah. You know. 
and the show ran for you know I watched a couple seasons. It was, years. it was entertaining enough, and it was yeah. fine. But and, after, and, and but the it, interpersonal character right. stuff. But after stuff. after two, so many seasons of it, it's, yeah. it becomes a little all bit those rogue. shows. Yeah. All those shows get that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, since we're doing random today. Oh well, I was gonna bounce back to. We can always come back to. <clears throat> that's a great topic. Is twist movies. <laughs> oh. If, if people wanted to talk about that stuff, I got a whole list. We could skip movies that we haven't all seen. That might actually be difficult to find movies we have all seen. We all seen Memento? No. Yes, but just the one time, whenever, 20 years ago. <laughs> I know the name, but I don't. I didn't know it was that. backwards, right? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> you can. It's all right. I'm, it's not going to. It's not going to ruin it for me. Okay, everybody. Spoilers from this point on out in the episode. We might That's talk fine. about twist movies. Sure. It was okay. backwards. No, it was both. Okay. You were watching two storylines, and they were one was starting at the beginning, one was starting at the end, and they met and in they the were, middle. And they and they met in the middle. Oh, okay. So on on the I don't know the if last you... scene was the middle of the story. I then I only remembered half of that movie. Okay. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> well, there's the color and the black and white. Those are the two okay. different parts. I don't even remember that. Have you guys watched the <laughs> The Witcher series? No. No? Oh, okay. Is that with Superman? Yes. Uh, no. Okay. I'm aware of it, but I haven't okay. watched it. It's, it is, Superman as it, The Witcher. It, and, uh, well, I don't want to... Is it okay if I... Spo- it's not really a spoiler to tell you because it, it really just sort of I don't, helps clarify. I doubt I'll ever watch we, it. We, okay. we saw an interview with... Uh, it's Henry a, Cavill, is Cavill. that his name? Yeah, and uh, and a, and a, with a clip, and Alice and I were like, "Yeah, we're not going to." It's watch actually that. really so. Go really, ahead. It's really, <laughs> it's actually really good. Is it? Um, okay. mm-hmm. There's a few, you know, little oddities to it that you know it's a first season of a show that they weren't sure if people were going to to buy into it. Blah blah blah. But it, it was actually really really well done. Is it Netflix? It is Netflix. Okay. Yes. Um, but it tells there's three different characters that you have to know and they start apart from one another. So the show goes and follows each of them individually during, you know, throughout the throughout the shows, right? But what you don't what confuses you sort of early on a little bit that doesn't really make sense until like the last two episodes is that all of the timelines are not coincident. So Oh they did that on spoiler alert Westworld. Okay. So well I mean if we're doing spoilers across though so but Just I mean spoil everything. Spoil everything. Darth Vader is Luke's the, father. So the, the two two of the characters Norman follow Bates roughly the same timeline. But the third character, her story that you see at the very beginning doesn't actually start until Henry Cavill's point in like episode seven. Sure. Right, so I mean, it's so you, but you think all these things are happening at the same time because of the way it's being shown, but they're they're not. Yeah, her, that, her, that gets used in movies quite a bit. Yeah, way. hers is like two weeks, whereas his and the uh, um, Yennefer's, the, the the Witcher is Geralt, Yennefer's a another witch, and then there's this girl. His Geralt and Yennefer's timelines are almost along the same line, but they span decades over the course of the first seven episodes. Then this little girl who they meet at the end of the last episode, hers is only about two weeks long. It seems like maybe two, three weeks. Mm. Yet you're seeing her story again in episode one, episode two, episode three, you're seeing bits of her story as well. And it 
it really throws you until you get to the end of the end of it. It's like, oh, she's been this. Her whole story has just been really, really recent in it's the grand. Has just happened. We've watched it take seven episodes We've, to happen, right. but it just happened for these other right. people. Whereas the other two have been around for for decades. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good. It's it. I understand if you saw the trailers and didn't think it was worthwhile, but it is. It is actually. It's I've heard it's got some ridiculously good action sequences in it. There are some Flight very, scenes. very good. Yeah, there are some very, very good scenes in it. Um, that it, like a lot of shows, I've I watched through it three times because the first time you watch through a lot of things, you're still trying to figure out what's going on, and mm-hmm. they introduce a character, and you're still trying to remember who that character is before you can really start paying attention to what they're doing. In a sense, <laughs> when you watch I've had it, people have that problem watching Game of Thrones because everybody was dirty and wearing gray. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> everybody so, had long hair, beards, dirty and wearing gray. And like, when, I don't you, know when you watch it the second are. time, you're like, oh, now I can really start paying attention to the subtleties of the storyline and, and some of the interactions. Now that I know who these people mm-hmm. are, I don't have to. And I understand how they're all connected to one another. You can start sort of paying attention to the story a little better. Anyway, worth worth a watch if you if you're got eight hours to kill. Worth the worth a watch for a witch. Fight Club. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. twisty. We all know Fight Club, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one for that's, that's a good one for a rewatch because they they it's very deliberate. Like there's there's things that happen that that tell you exactly what's going on. Um. It's amazing to me that all of the people that were around him bought into the duality of the character in a sense that everybody said these it's the same guy but we just go with the fact that he's mentally two different people kind of thing everybody around him in a sense Yeah but we're never we never really find out whether or not that many how many people I mean the narrator, I am Jack's this and that. Everybody wants to call him Jack. Nobody ever, nobody, his name's not Jack. We don't know what his name is. The guys, the character's name is Tyler Durden. Right. Um, or at least that's the name that he takes, and we never find out what his name is. Um, oh, by the way, spoilers for Fight Club. Um, but we don't know that he necessarily reveals or comes across to that many people that he's got two personalities. Well, the various people in the club itself. Yeah, but when he's in the fight club, when he's fighting, nobody's looking at the other guy. When Tyler Durden's in the fight in the ring with somebody, there is nobody talking to Edward Norton. There's no one even looking at it. Edward Norton is just standing there watching Tyler Durden fight. Right, and nobody interacts with Edward Norton while Brad Pitt is fighting. Hmm. When 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 the narrator went, you know, Jack or whatever you want to call him when. And Edward Norton's walking around the house, um, and Tyler Durden and uh, what's her name <laughs> are having sex loudly. Yeah, I don't remember. And he's right. always angry about it. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, when they're having sex, angry, and then the phone rings. The sex stops immediately when when Jack picks up the phone hmm. because that's Tyler Durden stopping having sex to yeah. answer the phone. <laughs> but you don't make the connection when you're watching it, and after you watch it the second time, you're like, oh, oh. that's because he stopped nailing <laughs> telling the bottom Carter because it was time to answer the phone <laughs> <laughs> 
um, Paper Street Soap Company. I just learned this one recently. A paper street is a road that appears on maps but has not been built yet. Paper street. A paper street is not a real street. It's paper street. It's a street on paper. It's a street on paper. It is a street only on paper. When he's when Tyler Durden establishes Mm. the paper street soap company, that's that's you know that's telling you like this isn't real. What you're watching is not real. There is an actual street in the country named Paper. Oh, I'm sure there is. (laughs) There's probably Paper streets elsewhere in the in the country. But yeah, I just learned recently that that's a that's a term for. A street that does not exist yet. Like, that's the uh, paper freeway in speed. When they look oh. at the map and there's like, there's supposed to be a freeway off of ramp there. And it, and there's not. And the bus has to jump like 100, 120 feet or one, some s- stupid distance that a bus would never clear. <laughs> like, it's there on the map. And they're looking up ahead <laughs> and there's like this big gap in the freeway and they have to jump it. Well, yeah. it's on an incline. <laughs> That movie should have ended, well, it should have ended multiple different spots, but it certainly should have ended right there. Yeah, with the bus just going. <laughs> with the bus going over the edge and, and just, just like like a flaccid falling penis. Falling straight. <laughs> just <laughs> you know, going straight down. And then it would explode before it hit the ground. Naturally. Sure. Because yeah. it would have stopped getting, going fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate I was, it when that I was happens gonna, in the bedroom. I was going to say it had to explode before hitting the ground because it's at least in its 40s, but that's fine. <laughs> what, what? Um, let's see. <laughs> what other movies are the twist? <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, we all know that one. Sixth Sense, we all know that one. How many, uh, how many movies in the 90s did... Oh, Primal did, Fear, that's another good one. Yeah, I was just going to say, how many movies in the Seven. 90s did Ed, Edward Norton play somebody who was <laughs> supposedly two different people, but really was just one crazy person? Because Fight Club, Primal Fear. <laughs> was there a third one? Did he do a hat trick on that? <laughs> that's, I don't know. Did Edward Norton... I, I, we'll have, I'll have to go look now, see if like sometime... Hopefully within like a decade of the two movies, yeah. within a decade, there would be a third one where Edward Norton is playing someone... That the 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 movie has in some way, shape, or form two characters who are actually the same person. The other, um... although although technically, um, he's not two different personalities in Primal Fear. He just pretends to be two. Different he pretends to be the other. The other. He 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 pretends to be the the, the, the timid bo- the timid kid. guy. Yeah. Um, and because at, at the end he makes uh, like uh, when he's released and and. Uh, Richard Gere is saying something like there, you know, there never was, I can't remember their names now. There never was. Uh... You've got the, Oh, he, he says, so they're not, he said, Roy is the, the crazy one. And Aaron is the timid one. Yeah. And, and Richard Gere. So, so says what there, so there never was a Roy. And it's a great line that follows up with that, where Edward Norton looks at him and says, no, there was never an Aaron. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a psychopath and have been the whole time. I've never seen the movie, so... <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, no. This whole thing is spoiler. We know that. I mean, so it's Seven. fine. Seven. Primal... Uh, no, Lake Placid. <laughs> Lake Placid. Where it turns out Betty White's been feeding the crocodile <laughs> its entire life. Makes you rethink the whole movie. Yeah. Feeding it whole cows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. She's <laughs> leading the cow out at the end. And yeah. then the... Uh, that Jody... <laughs> What was the sci-fi movie Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey? Contact. Contact. Contact, Where at the very end you find out that there was, there was, it wasn't that there was a blank spot in the video, it was that there was 17 minutes of blank in the video. Yeah. When she thought it was Supposedly she 
Yeah, when she only fell through a you know for a moment, but it turned out she was gone for. Or the video says the video the says video indicates nothing that she happened. was gone for, but the gap in the video was seventeen minutes, some, some or something some like much that. longer yeah, amount yeah. of time. When she yeah. was on the beach with her talking to her father, that's not the we part didn't of, get to see the freaking alien. That's not the part of contact that I had a problem with believing. No, no, but that <laughs> was that was the reveal. The part contact of contact was. I had really believe, uh, trouble believing was they had a whole nother one of those machines. Yes. Oh yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Built in secret. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. that was like what is this Return of the Jedi? Come on. When, you know, <laughs> when oh you, you just happen to have another Death Star to wrap up the trilogy. Huh? Whenever you ha- whenever you have these so I mean even like in Built in um, Secret. Even like in Captain America and and I see this all the time in movies and it always just bothers the shit out of me. The original Cap- Captain America movie? No, the, the MCU Captain America. Yeah, but, so but the first, first one. For, well, the first it, Avenger. Happen, it happens in First Avenger, and then it happens again in The Winter Soldier. Okay. Where you have... So in, in the first Avenger, he gets taken to this you know, little antique shop, right? And then and then the woman with the, the machine gun, you know, says, you know, how's the weather today or whatever? And they say, it's fine, but not good enough for golfing or whatever the yeah. The line is right, and she lets him through. BS is right, and they all they go through the series of secret doors, blah blah blah, and into the lab. (laughs) And there's like fifty people, including like just soldiers guarding. And like, do all of these people go in and out through this method? And is nobody (laughs) noticing that this fucking antique store has? 80 people Soldiers. a day going into it and never coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a bum outside? Yeah, like some homeless person who's watching this going, where are all these people? And then, and they're, they're babbling about it to like the people right. in the neighborhood and all the people are like, Oh, that's just crazy right. Larry. And then they might say, well, no, no, the, the soldiers go in the back entrance. Well, then why didn't they take him through the back entrance? I mean, if you've got a secret entrance that everybody goes in and out of, why not do it? <laughs> and it's like when Samuel L. Jackson brings Captain America down in the Winter Soldier to see, here's the three helicarriers we're building. <laughs> Secretly. Secretly. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's 10,000 f***ing workers down there. <laughs> how do, how, how there? do you keep that under wraps? They got to yeah. be living. Exactly. Well, they got to be living there, right? It's so, uh, you just sit there like, like oh, super secret entrances, but it's, it leads to an area where there's so many people. There's just no way you could be getting these people in and out of there. Well, that's the question too. It begs the question when they build the second the second Death Star. Because the first Death Star is done, or more, you know, it's basically done. Like, so we, you don't really think about it. But the third in 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 Return of the Jedi, there's a second Death Star, and it's not complete. And it's right. like it's been sitting here for a while, and it's like it's it's clearly not complete. There's big chunks missing. Right. So it means like okay, so at some point there was a very small amount of this Death Star that was there, just a sliver of it, right? So. <laughs> But they had to have people, and they have to continually bring more people in to build this thing. It's also a much bigger Death Star, so it required even to more keep, contractors. They had to keep bringing. They had to keep bringing. You know, the galactic contractors in. They had it was the, bigger. Yes, the second Death Star. It's 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 nothing indicated in the movie, but in the can, in the in the canon, the second Death <laughs> yeah, Star okay, is supposedly significantly say. larger than the first one. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Yeah. Was it a different color too? Was it like darker? Gray? That's why the exhaust port was the size that like whole ships could fly through it. <laughs> anyway, um, but that's a like, good point. There yeah. has to be a point. There has to be a point where they had like I don't know twenty seven star destroyers hanging around there just to provide room and board right. to the staff that was working the, the contractors yeah. that are working on the Death Star that has not been wrapped in Tyvek yet and is not air conditioned mm-hmm. doesn't have a, a proper proper uh, plumbing system so yeah. nobody can poop while we're over there like what 
Well, that's uh, that's easy. Twenty star destroyers. They could just rent those from the Sith planet. Yeah, but how many shuttles would it take every day to take people? Rent them from the Sith planet. It's not a problem. They got tons. <laughs> the, the, the whole planet, the sheer, the whole sheer, planet full of the secret star Sith destroyers. Planet. The sheer amount of labor force and material <laughs> sourcing that would have to go on to do that. There's no in secret. He's secretly been building another f***ing Death Star. Really? Did you secretly? See, did you see Frodo's? Did you see Frodo's tweet at some Star Trek? It was some Star Wars. Um, wait, wait, something or other. Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Yeah. Okay. You always call him Frodo, so I went with Frodo. Elijah Wood. Like, no, well, somebody... now I'm wondering: Is there a Twitter account that's Frodo? No, no. Some. It was some Star Wars or some. It might have been Star Wars something related, Disney something related. It was some some tweet that came up that said like you know did you know that blah 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 and it gave you like a little bit of the backstory of how all those secret sith people were building those star destroyers and blah it was like just this little quick description of like you know did you know this happened blah 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 and <laughs> frodo responded no because you didn't show us <laughs> he's right yeah you wonder i mean not only the death star but the hell the star destroyers and the amount of just the sheer amount of resource material that the Empire had in ships is... Yeah, how many planets did they have to destroy by strip mining them in order to build the thing to destroy planets? Or just those, or those with fucking, a laser those beam. asteroid fields that they were always <laughs> flying through. Maybe they just went through the giant net and just scooped up <laughs> billions of pounds of asteroids. Hey, Bob, deploy the space net. We're at the asteroid field. Darth Vader is probably like, I'm sick and tired of flying through asteroid fields. Let's, let's start scoop these things up and do something with them. Well, I don't know this 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 metal that we got's no good in a in a planetary gravity. It's it's only good to you know build uh, spaceships that 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 stay out of the atmosphere. Um, what are we gonna do with this? Uh, build a really big spaceship that floats in space, or two, or or more. Think about this. We already know the you know the amount of damage that kinetic energy can do. Why put a giant energy weapon up there? Why not just have it go out and grab asteroids and just drop them on planets? Or fling fling them through spaceships. Yeah, consume far less energy to just drop <laughs> an asteroid. No, that's, that's a one in a million shot that'll never work again. That's a whole other episode uh, well, that we should <laughs> delve into all of that. Are we? Are we? Are we? Do we got a Kevin question or what are we, we doing? We don't. Um, <laughs> I was just noticing yeah, we, so that... much for news. We just blew through like whatever. We yeah. talk twist movies. And I was looking cameo at and... <laughs> Edward Norton's IMDb. My battery's and, uh, about to die. I realized that, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, Primal Fear was only his second movie. And um, What was his first? Only in America, which it says is video, whatever that means. So maybe Primal Fear is his actual first movie. Theatrical premiere. Oh, yeah. He was, he was in only in America as... Ed Norton. Oh. Like like uh Jackie Gleason's um neighbor, right? Ed. Ed Norton. Yeah. <laughs> to the moon, Alice. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> okay, kids. <laughs> Look up the honeymooners. <laughs> Thank you. I was about to say that. Um but other than Primal Fear and Fight Club, I have literally not seen any of his movies, unless you count <laughs> any of his other movies. And there are 46 on this list, unless you count Sausage Party, in which he was the voice of Sammy. You've never seen any other Edward Norton no, movies? No. I have wow. not seen any of these movies. Wow. Nope. Oh, wait. No, crap. Did see, Birdman. I've, I did saw Did you Birdman. see People vs. Larry Flint? I did. Okay. Well, But then. I didn't see that on this list. You didn't see? Oh, there it is. Okay. okay. All right. I've seen... Okay, I've seen four, five if you count Sausage Party. <laughs> never. I have never seen Sausage Party. <laughs> 
It's good. It's an- animated. Yeah. I, food in a grocery store. It's a uh, uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. One, right. Yeah. yeah. But you don't have to see Seth Rogen. You just it's okay. Voice. It's okay. Just it could have been forty. It could have been forty minutes long. Yeah. It was. They. They. <laughs> it, they. They really labored the the jokes. There came a point where it's like, okay, I get it. You're all dicks. I've been running into that. <laughs> You're been, all penises, and all the all the women are buns. I've been running into. <laughs> I've been <laughs> with Literally, lipstick on. Yeah. yeah. I've been running into a lot of things that really could have been wrapped up a lot quicker than they were. <laughs> Umbrella Academy. I am laboring through Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I really that? enjoyed the Umbrella Academy. It's 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 so fucking long. <laughs> Jesus, entire episodes go by with one event because oh no, sorry it, that watch that show, Sil- could, that show watch Silicon Valley the, man that mo- that show moves. Yeah, that whole <laughs> Umbrella Academy could have been done in about six episodes. <laughs> How many episodes in are you? Eight and a half. Oh, eight and a half. He stops watching at a half point. He's like, I said, I just can't watch another half of a, of an episode. Like, oh, God. Wait a minute. 43 women get suddenly nine months pregnant overnight? Yes. Is that what... Ha- that, is, am I reading that correctly? Yes. Okay. That's but you only... Interestingly enough, you only hear... You only are exposed to the results of seven of them. What? Uh, where do you watch this? Uh, Netflix. Okay. Netflix. Netflix. All right, it's a super show. Sure, that like a different, you know, kind of. It's a different, different kind different of a take. super it's show. Not, it's not a superhero, supervillain kind of show. It's right. like a people have superpowers, but it's sort of got a talking monkey in it. You'd like that. Allison would enjoy it. No, well, not. <laughs> it's got a talking chimp and an android. Yeah, <clears throat> the monkeys don't necessarily have to talk; they just have to be in people clothes. No, he's a he's a completely CGI'd monkey who talks. Is he in people clothes? Yes. With okay. Gla- with glasses. He's in fancy people clothes. Just... <laughs> okay, maybe we will he's have to a, check this a, out. He's in a suit. Although, we... <laughs> he's really fancy. Allison still has not removed the shrink wrap from her uh, uh, Lancelot Link DVD set that I bought her a couple of years ago. After she was like, oh, I miss that show. I love that show. I love well, monkeys. monkeys and people and clothes. And Mike said, oh, I'm a good husband. Here you go, well, here's sweetie. The, here's the beauty of it. There's no and shrink wrap the on the Umbrella Academy because it's streaming. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, it, and if there was shrink wrap on it, it would probably take too long to get off. Yeah. And that would anger Andy as well. <laughs> I can't get this shrink wrap off this stinking... That's why I always carry a knife. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we have no Kevin question, but we have a follow-up from last week. Okay. So I was listening to the episode while while I was editing it, and we were talking about The Breakfast Club. Last Last Saturday was the 35th anniversary of the release, theatrical release of The Breakfast Club. Okay. February 15th, 1985. So I just stumbled across that. I didn't even have it in my news. I just happened to see that immediately before the show. And I was like, oh, cool. And there was a quiz and we looked at the quiz and, and there was a, it's a multiple choice and, and it's a simple enough quiz. It's the, it's like facts about the it's movie. It's a quiz like, for simple minds. Who sings, exactly. Who <laughs> sings the movie's theme song? Thank you, Craig, for giving us the answer already. Simple mind. But, and, but then there's like, like unknown trivia about the movie like what behind was, the scenes what though. was the dandruff that Allison shook out of her hair onto the drawing of the covered bridge cocaine <laughs> <laughs> given that it was the it was, pack, it was the 80s that would too, probably yeah. be fitting yeah. yeah yeah no it was parmesan cheese oh. but I, I since then I read another uh, thing with an interview with her where she the thought it was tiny there, soap flakes. the directors in there were like we don't have any parmesan cheese any of you kids in the Brad pack that's super popular now and, and suddenly a multi-millionaire's got any cocaine <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> Judd Hurt. No, Judd. sorry, Robert Downey Jr.'s not on this set. Judd Nelson's like, wham! <laughs> <laughs> Which hand does Judd Nelson randomly throw into the air while he's all by himself in the middle of a field? Left. Right? <laughs> like people do. When you're just walking along and you just... Yeah, well, punch your fist in the air. With... Um, yeah. Because so he, these because he got people, to kiss because he got to kiss the pretty girl and people and yes and wrestlers who are not engaging in any strenuous physical activity during the day also eat three sandwiches, a half gallon of milk, an <laughs> entire bag of cookies, an entire bag of potato full size bag of potato chips, what we would consider family size these days, uh, an apple and a and a banana for lunch. Yeah. For the one meal that he mm-hmm. was going to be at. Well, anyway, so... The people north of the wall weren't eating that well, and they needed to be living in that climate. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've, like I've said many times, well, the ones why on weren't the... those people just eating sticks of butter just for calories? Well, the ones on the coast were, were, were eating uh, a whale blubber. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, it didn't help the people north of the wall who didn't have any apparent farm animals or significant hunting grounds to work from. <laughs> No, there was no stuff, gardens. In, stuff in the forest for them to There's eat, 10, I guess. Uh, 10,000 of them, sure. Yeah, there squirrels. were squirrels. Lots yeah. of squirrels. There were, yeah, sure. Winter squirrels. Well, we knew that we, knew, we know that one tribe, we, we know that one of the tribes was cannibalistic. And they, like, oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and some of the others were kind of, uh, you know, prejudiced about that. It's like, well, maybe, maybe they're all kind of cannibalistic and nobody just wants to admit it because they don't have anything else to eat up there. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just keep making babies. We're, we're running out of people. Anyway, what do you got? So, <laughs> okay, facts about breakfast. Club. Well, the questions were very simple, and they they didn't create more questions except for one. There was one that was written very strangely, and it, it kind of like uh, buried the lead, so to speak, okay. in the question. And it, it, it was, "Who plays the school janitor, Carl, in the final version of the movie?" Now, see, this question should have been, who was originally cast as the janitor Carl and replaced by John Kapalos? Because that's yeah. that's the real bit of trivia that you want to know. Yeah. They just totally blew it with this question. Yeah. But the... So I looked it up, and it's true. There was somebody else who was cast... As the janitor. And began filming as the janitor. Okay. And was, had, had to be replaced, and he was one of the actors in this list okay harry dean stanton rick moranis or john candy who do we want to guess it was john candy craig sure go john candy wrong it was rick moranis fresh off of his uh his uh honey i shrunk the kids or something ghostbusters ghostbusters yeah um and why did he he have to to be be replaced replaced. was he just bad at mopping (laughs) hang on i gotta get the the other article with a better explanation. Well, if I had to guess, I'd say that's when his wife passed away. But I think he made movies after that. Uh, yeah, no, so no, because the that, Honey that, I Shrunk the Kid stuff was the the late had, '80s and early '90s. That hadn't so. happened yet, right? Okay, because that's why he retired. John <laughs> um, Candy, I would assume, like, well, because he died in the middle of it. But I don't right. recall him dying in the middle of making a movie. And he was around for well. Sometimes they replace them. They they do the whole filming, and then somebody watches. It's like, oh, this person just isn't yeah. quite cutting it. Let's redo half of the movie. Yeah, when it's a janitor seen. that has like five scenes, it's right. easy enough to redo that. Most of them are in an office that you can recreate easily. Because uh, Marina Baccarin was actually the replacement for Anara in Firefly. They and did the it pilot. 
in the in the first yeah she the, was the real pilot the, yeah the actual the the true the two hour long pilot she they, they had originally filmed it with I want to say like Marsha Gay Harden or something Rebecca like that G- Rebecca Gay Hart there you go and then they oh, thank you yeah and Gay then, Harden Gay Hart yeah yeah uh, it's a it's another said, it's another poppy pageant some, somebody in there, <laughs> situation somebody said eh, she's just not <laughs> cutting it so they refilmed all of the scenes with Marina background. Yeah. Well, anyway, was 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 a uh, not Marsha Gay Harden, Rebecca Gay Hart was was uh was she doing what crazy things like Rick Moranis was doing? Oh, was he being weird? Is that what got him fired? Super weird. So, um <laughs> according to the script, the janitor is meant to be a former student of the high school as indicated by his picture in the case at the beginning of the film, which we see John Capelos looking young with full head of hair and it says like class president or something. Right. Or nice. I don't know. It's got, it's got, I, I forget man of the year or something like that. Um, and, uh, his story is, and I don't see it. I, I read it. It's not here on the thing. Um, let me see if I can remember it. So John Capelos had this whole backstory for his character. Like he, uh, he went off to college and was dating this girl with this rich father who was supposed to set him up after he was finished with college, but they broke up in his junior year and he, he uh, handled the breakup poorly and alienated the father and ended up having to take the job as the janitor at at his old high school. Okay. (laughs) Like he didn't finish college or something like that. And that was, that's why he's, you know, think that the character of Carl is bitter and yeah, he's kind of resentful of the kids and yeah. Every high school janitor has got to feel that way to some degree. Yeah. According to uh, Kapalos, uh, Rick Moranis wanted to play the character as a Russian with gold teeth <laughs> and keys between his legs that he played with provocatively. Good <laughs> lord. Now, can you picture Rick Moranis doing this? I can't. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine. It was, must have been cocaine. It was the 80s. Know. It must have been cocaine. Robert Downey Jr. was on set. Rick Moranis hanging out real late at night with Dave, with his buddy Dave Thomas, and they're just high as far. And <laughs> comes up with that idea, shows up that day with like Russian accent, gold teeth, and you know, stuck gold stuck in his teeth, and he walks over in front of. Um, well, I was, at first I was going to say one of the one of the one of the women, but it was like no, it's like in front of Anthony, Anthony Michael, Michael Hall, Hall with the keys. <laughs> and starts jingling his keys <laughs> with his crotch kind of pointed at his face, and John Hughes is like, nope, <laughs> no, this isn't going to work. A <laughs> hey, nerd boy, you want to see janitor's closet? <laughs> jingle, jingle. Was that a good Russian accent? The closet is what I call my penis. <laughs> I have keys to your janitor's closet. That's what they call your butthole. Okay. Um, Andy, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yes, oh, thank Lord. you. Lord. Thank you for having me. Had to get the penis jokes in there somehow. Since had I didn't to get, get to read news. Had to get the penis in there. Mike, where can they find us? <laughs> they can find us at NerdBurgerShow.com. At NerdBurgerShow on the Twitter, the Facebook, email us, NerdBurgerShow at gmail.com and... You can go to nerdburgergames.com to see the game stuff I'm working on and go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy that stuff. Brand new Nerdburger Games 
Dot-com website layout Ooh. coming soon. Oh. Being worked on probably this weekend by, um, I have people for that. By Craig's people. By Craig's people. I decided I could have done it myself, but I decided I have too much to do, so I now have people for that. Craig's people, TM. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig reveal to everyone that in this episode, Andy was dead the whole time. <laughs> Just inside. See if you can <laughs> see if you can find the clues. <laughs> <laughs>